This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hi, it's the 98.5 KTA Morning Show recap for Monday, August 16th. Here's where you may have missed on the show uh, today. We actually uh, asked some realtors about mm-hmm. some questions they wish that their clients would ask them. That's right. Before uh, you get to the closing. And it's one of these things where it's real estate etiquette that makes a lot of sense. And a lot of times, um, realtors don't want to bring this up because it feels that it might turn people away. So mm-hmm. be a little proactive in this one. Number one is this uh, asking them, is your budget realistic? Yeah, really. Can I really afford this? Because it's not just the down payment. It's not mm-hmm. just the monthly mortgage. There's taxes. There's insurance. There's maintenance. There's all kinds of things that go into this. So you really have to put a pencil to it and figure out if you can afford it. Yeah. I mean, we're talking everything from pest control to lawn maintenance to, right. uh, you know, whatever. So, yeah, it's really into putting those in the in the perspective as to that. The other one is, too, is um, ask them, should you submit a best offer and final offer up front? Because, you know, I know that... Right. It's the, it's a hot market. You want to uh, to shine and show your best uh, best uh, plan forward, but it may not be the best best movement, right? Uh, mainly because uh, there's this emotional high that we have. And you think about this when you score a deal, you go to Ross or TJ right. Maxx or something, and you find, uh, I don't know, a coach purse for $15. It's a mm-hmm. legit one. Right. That feeling you have, like, oh my gosh, I got this, that's exactly what the uh, sellers are looking for when they're looking at your at your offer. Yeah, because the old game, the way the game is usually played is uh, I make a lowball offer, they they make another uh, another offer a little higher, and we negotiate until we're both comfortable with the offer. But nowadays, the real estate market is so hot, especially the last couple months, that you get multiple offers over asking, mm-hmm. and that's where it gets kind of complicated. But that is not the normal real estate market at all. It is not, and something you should talk to your realtor about. And then number mm-hmm. three, I thought was the most funniest one of all. <laughs> you know, you, you're going into probably the largest investment of you and right. your spouse's life. And it comes down to closing because there's there's the borrower, the the primary, and then there's the co-borrower on yeah. the signature line. And uh, apparently, realtors have said people have gotten into pretty big disputes as to who's going to be <laughs> the primary owner and who's right. going to be the co. <laughs> so iron that out before you go to cl- to closing because uh, you don't want to to, to be yeah. those people and put it in your will. <laughs> hey, sunscreen, we love it. We use it all the time. Problem is, is that uh, sometimes you get a little smudge on your car seat or oh boy. Uh, on the couch as the kids running out to uh, go outside. How do you get that stuff out? 
especially on leather, it can be uh, problematic to get it on leather. I, I use some stuff with the zinc in it. Mm-hmm. It seems to be real stainy. I mean, I have to really rub it into my arms when I'm putting it on. Exactly. So these are some things that you can do to get rid of some sunscreen on, on some upholstery and carpet. Let's say what you want to do is first off, use a, a knife or a spatula to uh, scrape off as much as possible, mm-hmm. especially if it's dried. Don't rub into the upholstery or fabric, as uh, that'll just kind of set the stain actually further. And they say pour a decent amount of baking soda, corn flour, or talcum powder on it. Really? Let it sit overnight, and then the following day, vacuum it up. It should take care of the uh, dried up um, sunscreen. If not, repeat and try it again. If, and then at that point, you might want to call a professional. Right. Leather's what you got to be concerned about mm-hmm. and do that kind of quickly because it will kind of sit in there. Uh, so using um, a cloth or a towel, blot the sunscreen stain. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure a solution of one cup of water and two or three drops of dish soap. Uh, use a clean uh, cloth and kind of do a circular motion there to work the stain out. You know, I'm thinking that some of the since sunscreens are uh, come in colors, I guess, for kids nowadays. Mm. That would be a real mess. <laughs> yeah, that would be, for sure. And, and by the way, with leather, after you're finished, make sure you put a, a nice leather conditioner after you get the stain out. Okay. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. We found out that white bread is welcome back at the br- at the dinner table anytime it wants. Amazing. You know, we've always been told about our glycemic index. If you do eat white foods, whether it's rice or white potatoes or white bread, it's going to raise that uh, glycemic index and could cause obesity and some other health issues. Exactly. But what they're finding out more and more, especially when it comes to uh, to, to like diets like the paleo diet or the mm-hmm. keto diet, right. where you actually need a balanced meal. And what they found was that uh, of the 35 food studies that uh, looked at uh, people who consumed a diet of high uh, glycemic index foods, like you said, rice and potatoes yeah. and white bread, they had no more weight gain or no more obese than those that consumed the lower glycemic index foods, such as green vegetables, fruits, and whole multigrain breads. I know that uh, the fiber is big. The older you get, the more fiber you're mm-hmm. going to want. So go with those multigrains and whole grains. Yeah, I mean, and that's what it is. But it's, it's, it really is something to think about that the next time that someone offers you as uh, a hoagie with the white bread on it, right, it's yeah. not the end of the world if you eat yeah. it, if you're trying to lose weight, because it really kind of is imp- doesn't make that big of a difference. All right. Uh, we talked a bit about uh, getting uh, vaccines or just injections in general because the flu season's coming around. Uh, there's been talk. Uh, I know that um, people with the, uh, immu- uh, compromised immune systems and some cancers are able to get a booster shot of their COVID mm-hmm. vaccine. Right. And uh, generally, these, these only work, the vaccines work when they're injected into a muscle. Right. The two areas that are approved uh, on your body is your upper arm mm-hmm. and your thigh. Okay. And for most people, on your upper arm is going to be fine, but for some women, it may cause a little bit of concern, especially if you have a history of breast cancer or an existing breast cancer uh, scare. Yeah, you never think about that, but once they inject you in the muscle, it's probably going to go into your lymph system, which gets it into the rest of your body. But some of the uh, vaccines, maybe the flu vaccine and maybe even a COVID vaccine, could cause a little bit of swelling in that area. Mm -hmm. And if you're going in for a cancer test, it could give you a false positive. Exactly. Or just feeling it there, thinking what happened is it cancer. So just to be aware of that knowledge, to be helpful, you may want to have uh, any vaccines from this point forward put into your thigh. 
which is also a muscle, which okay. w- would also work. The problem is, is that, you know, uh, if you go like to CVS or Walgreens, probably it'll be a little more difficult doing it there mm-hmm. right. versus if you went to your doctor. Yeah, you can hike your leg up into the drive-thru there. <laughs> that's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be hard getting it through that tube. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked about Karen. Yes, we have a lot of famous Karens. Karen Carpenter, mm-hmm. Karen Allen. Uh, there's an influencer's name, Karen. But mm-hmm. the Karens you probably are thinking of is the one who... Um, is uh, throwing a fit over wearing face mask or wants to, wants to see the manager right away yeah. for some ridiculous reasons and, and this all kind of cropped up last year memes where uh, anybody that would act like that was referred to as a karen yes so now new parents of newborn kids have now uh saying that uh, karens are actually in the decline they say data from social security so a sharp sharp decline in new babies named karen they say in, it's the lowest level since 1927 Hmm. They, Nobody wants to be a Karen anymore. No one wants to be a Karen. It's oh. unfortunate. It's kind of like with Alexa. It's kind of like <laughs> you were named it before the system. And that's right. Why that's should right. you have to give up your name or your? But that's just the way it works. And then finally, we talked about outdated money advice, and it's very, very true. I get into people. I get into talks a lot of times about um, uh, you know the talk of forgiving student loans. Which, right. by the way, I had a student loan. I paid it in full, one hundred percent, painstakingly back. I'm one hundred percent for this, and just simply for the fact of why not have a good. Thing happened to some people. Plus, it helps the yeah. economy. But it always comes down to, well, you know, you could work at uh, a fast food restaurant and, and pay your way through school. Well, that may have been true 30, 40, 50 years no, ago. Not anymore. Not uh-huh. anymore. Absolutely. And there's a lot of bad money advice that was true that time, but not anymore. So I wanted to kind of let you know about this. One right. of them is uh, setting up your 401k and not looking at it. Because, you know, if you look at it on a daily basis or even a monthly basis, it kind of freaks you out going up and mm-hmm. down according to the stock market. But you actually should pay attention to it. And the theory behind this is that things change throughout your life. As you get older, you make more money. But if you never right. change your your um, your uh, uh, contribution, you're really kind of shortchanging yourself. Yeah. And the market goes up and down. It uh, And the older you get, the less risk you want to take. So uh, mm-hmm. like right now, I'm mostly in bonds because, because I'm older. But uh, in, when you're young and in a 401k, you're going to want to be mostly in stocks, even though it's higher risk you'll uh, probably get some uh, some pretty good returns. Yeah, you'll be able to bounce back if something bad happens. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it really is something you really shouldn't just set it and forget it. And even every time you get a raise or a promotion, something that can add more income. This one's good here because we talk about this all the time, always mm-hmm. having an emergency fund of $1,000 available. Right. That's outdated. Yeah, that's like your deductible nowadays on an insurance policy. For yeah, house, it's, not the, it's not the fact of saving money for a rainy day. It's the fact that $1,000 won't get you very far. Right. Um, and it really is the rule of thumb is, if you're a renter, to have enough banked away that your health insurance deductibles are covered. And if you're a homeowner, look at your oldest appliance and anticipate Uh, that as your emergency fund. That's a good idea right there. That's more realistic. Because once you own the house, you own everything in it. And if it breaks, you got to get a new one. That's right. That's one of the tough pills to swallow. But in the long run, it's good as a homeowner. And then finally, the finger-wagging advice from people who say, you know what? If you didn't go to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts every day and had that coffee, you'd have enough money to buy a house. Yeah, well, I did the math, and that's not right. Yeah, well, (laughs) technically you're true, but... But, you know, if you're looking at uh, the average down payment of ten to fifteen thousand dollars, and the average uh, coffee about five dollars a cup, um, it would take you over a thousand trips to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts to make that ten or fifteen thousand dollars. And is it really worth cutting out? If this is something you really enjoy, is your coffee? Is it really worth cutting yeah, out? Really. You know, otherwise, stick to your plan that you have of raising that ten to fifteen thousand dollars and 
Don't worry about what they have to say. Yeah, and good luck. <laughs> so there's our show for today, Monday, August 16th. Of course, we're live Monday through Friday between 5 and 10 on 98.5 KTK and on this here Odyssey app. Get out there and get that shot. And remember, the sun is always shining. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 